This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049, the Horn Monday edition. So we're jam-packed. We got a lot to get into, a full Monty here for you on the show. We'll get into some Sark audio. Shout out to my man, Jeff Howe. Shout out to Light the Tower, uh, Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns. Uh, they went down to that Texas high school uh, coach, Texas high school football coaches convention, and they got some sound from Steve Sarkeesian, the voice of the Longhorns. So we'll get into that. Also, we'll talk about uh, Greg Sankey. The commissioner of the SEC defending Oklahoma and also opposing uh, Brett Yarmark in a very interesting conversation about something Brett Yarmark brought up in the Big 12 Media Days. SEC Media Days actually starting up this week, so we can get into that a little bit. There will be representation uh, from Texas and Oklahoma, the newest members coming up next season. Uh, not next season, the season after next season, I should say. Also, Texas baseball gets uh, commitment through the transfer portal. We'll get into that. Astros, school strolls. Uh, they went all also, the Rangers will get into that and Shohei Otani. There's some updates on the possible trade scenarios. Also, we'll get into some NFL discussion, news, notes, and nuggets because uh, DeAndre Hopkins now has a new home. We'll talk about that. Uh, Dak Prescott says he will not repeat the double-digit interception performance he had from 2022. And we talk about uh, Tony Pollard as well. So we'll talk some Dallas Cowboys and NFL news, notes, and nuggets. A ton to get into before we do. Let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres to chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Hardball Hart. What's going on, brother? What it do, what it do. It is a Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie, so there's no telling what news can break, won't mm-hmm. break. We had the uh, deadline today for the franchise tag, and if they're going to sign the tenure and all mm. this other stuff, Saquon Barkley didn't sign it. Still holding out, waiting for a big deal, but 
hey, you still got the franchise, brother. That's what you're going to have to deal with. Let me talk about my man that sits across from me every day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you. The listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babers. I appreciate the intro. Let's not waste any time introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We're not sure what he's paid, but we're pretty sure that he's underpaid. It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? Oh, man, another week. Let's hit it. Uh, okay, so we got a lot to get into. We'll get into the Cowboys discussion because it's already been reported. I believe Jane Slater reported that Tony Pollard will not be offered an extension, a long-term extension with the Cowboys. He's going to play on the franchise tag. That's all they're offering. And as you just brought up, Saquon Barkley not expected to reach his multi-year deal with the New York Giants right. in the same division. And you have uh, some two of the best running backs in the NFL. And once again, continuing the conversation about the devaluing of the running back mm-hmm. position as a whole. Um, it, it's wild. Like, I, it's and, unbelievable. You know yeah, I don't necessarily think that he's – you know what? And I think the Cowboys are making the right decision. And honestly, the Giants, I'm not sure what the right decision is for them because everybody's situation is different. Okay. Because Dan, if Daniel Jones was your quarterback, would you trust a Daniel Jones-led offense without a Saquon Barkley in the backfield? I'm going to go ahead and no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, that's I'm, like, diff- I'm going to go now. Different discussion. Yeah. Because I think Dak is on a different level, and you can go get a run. They should have drafted one. They did. They did. They drafted Deuce Vaughn. They did. And they should have drafted one earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can. you can always just go attack that next year in the draft. Right. And really go. For, right. And There's a lot of opportunity agency. out there, too. Yeah, and go yeah. find a bridge running back. We know that. But. It is uh, interesting. Saquon Barkley is saying that he won't play uh, on the franchise that, that tag. That surprise me. And if he's not going to play on the franchise tag, then he's basically saying he's not going to play because the Giants are not going to offer him the multi-year deal that he wants. Right. So, And we saw the running back, was it uh, from Cincinnati? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. He, yes. took a, he, he, he took a pay cut. He so took a like, pay cut. He yeah. wouldn't get cut. No, so he wouldn't. Josh he, Jacobs also, though, like Saquon, saying he's not signing, not playing. Not signing, not playing. Well, my so, multi year deal. So that is another on a franchise tag. Josh Ooh. Jacobs, he wants long term too. Yeah, man. That's going to be. Yeah, man. That's going to be deep. <laughs> that's going to be deep. They cut you deep. Uh, so, I, yeah, that, well, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Um, we are essentially, this is the, we are at the deadline mm-hmm. of the time that you have to sign franchise tag the players to a multi year deal. Right. So, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how this is gonna play out. They, I, I, I agree. The running backs need to take a stand. They have. They to. have to take a stand. And, but <laughs> they have point, to do it with everybody. This dog. is becoming. This honestly, this is becoming criminal. Guys, this is, this is, I, I told you from the very beginning. Yeah, I said it. Crazy. I was like, they are doing these dudes dirty. They are doing a, what, what, there anything? Think about what what in our society has is essential, essential. Mm-hmm. All right, to our lives, essential to our lives, and yet has been devalued to this extent. Because running backs are essential. We all agree. You need them. Right. You need them. You definitely need them, especially um, when they're highly <laughs> talented. But They, they are very talented at their work. You know, but basically they're saying that that running back, I, you know, we'll get into it a little bit deeper, but that's the narrative right now that those guys are holding out and they're doing it for the overall good. Austin Eckler, who has agreed to a, uh, I guess, a short-term deal, with yeah, the Chargers to get on the f- uh, the field this year. Yeah, just to get on because then, but he wants out. He yep. wants because he wants yeah, somebody he wants to pay out. Him. Yeah, he basically he wants an extended but contract. You need to go play wide receiver, but nobody's paying. Go play backs. DB. I don't know where you're gonna go. Right, where are you gonna go? You nobody's can't go pay- nowhere. Nobody's paying running backs. Maybe where, the Rock. Where? Maybe the Rock will pay them. No, he's not. <laughs> he maybe <That's> because <laughs> he needs names. He, he needs just, names he's, in the he's league. He's the loss this year. He's not gonna. Yeah. Pay. I don't know who's paying running backs this one. So I, I agree. Holding out, I understand the principle of it, but I'm not think who's gonna pay a running back that kind of money. You got to get to the Shanahan offense. Right. That's the only safe haven. <laughs> but he's not even back. gonna pay him. He's getting rid of him too. He's trying to turn wide receivers into running backs. Right. Shadows. <laughs> Hey, running back, you come here. Him, honestly, him at Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta does it too. Atlanta loves running yeah. backs. Well, but they're in the same mold a little bit. Well, it's Atlanta crazy. is the reason why Bijan got his contract the way that he did. He yeah. got 30, uh, $13 million, and he is now the highest paid running back in the NFL. 
Like, how crazy does that sound that the rookie is going to have the highest salary this season at 13.72? We talked about this before, and I went back and looked. You know, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs are the three people that are making $10 million. That's it. Nick Chubb is making $10 million, but it's 10.8. Derrick Henry is making $10.5 million. Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey is making twelve. He yeah. what because he's versatile because he's playing he's do, he's got dual roles he's, he's got, got multiple yeah, roles he's like Bijan is what they're saying yeah. he's going to be that ultimate weapon but you sit here and look at your bell cows Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing nobody cares they're like go ahead man keep it moving nobody cares like Josh McDaniels told him you're gonna play on the franchise tag no no we're is. gonna we're gonna see what happens in Houston because Bobby Slowick comes from the Shanahan offense yep. But we don't know what he's going to do. He's got a cheap running back now, though, with but Pierce. Well, I know, but he's got a really Pierce. good running back right now in Pierce. And Singletary's a good running back, too. But he has an unproven wide receiver, an unproven quarterback, so he may have to run the ball a ton. But are they going to pay running backs, or are they just going to try and basically be like, hey, Pierce, we're going to franchise tag you and let you go, and we'll, we'll yeah. cycle. It's crazy. As, as harsh as you mentioned, your productivity doesn't even increase your value anymore. No. It's like, so only thing that increases your value is multiplicity, yep. not productivity. You have to have a multiple skill set to offer dual roles within an offense, but you also must have an offensive coordinator who is willing to expand the, I guess, the identity of the running back position. Right. To say, like, all right, you can play. It's, except there are like three or four teams like that in the NFL. Everybody else is like, no, nah, no, nah, we're pass happy and a running back. You're just, hey, well, I mean, you get in where you fit in. You're just a fill in role. We insert running back yeah. here. We're an insert running back here offense. We don't invest in that. That's basically what everybody's like, saying. Yeah. I feel like at some point it has Anybody to bust. Anybody could play running it, back. Yeah, I don't see how it is going to bust, but I feel like it has to at some point where it's going to be like, well, there's six teams in the playoffs and five of them lost because they couldn't run the ball, and one team just wins the Super Bowl every year because they have a better offense that doesn't need it. They find them late in the round. Yeah. Like, it's like it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs know that. They got Pacheco. Yeah. You yeah. see, I, I actually don't know where it's going. And it's one. There's one stack. I, I want to get to some Texas uh, football discussion. We'll get to Sark here and the sound from uh, shout-out to my man Jeff Howe of uh, Horns 24-7. And shout-out to and, Craig, Craig And Cameron Parker, too, and Cameron for Parker. breaking it down. Yes, shout-out yeah. to Cameron Parker. Cameron does a great job. Uh, but they played some of it, and w- they uh, gave us access to it as well. So we appreciate those guys. This is the, the stat, the fact, the analytical analysis that has pretty much devalued the running back <laughs> position at an unprecedented level. And I remember when this stat came out, and I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. That's wild. Uh, and they, they continue to study this, and they, be, they believe it to now have grown from science to, to dogma. Like, this is it. This is our, <laughs> this is our religion, pretty much, as yeah. it's taken over for NFL GMs. And we don't invest in running back. And I admit there have been some lot of bad. There have been some examples recently to back that up as to why you don't necessarily invest in the running back position. Uh, but it came from um, I got it from ESPN. But it was like I said, it was years ago. I want to say this thing came out probably maybe eight nine years ago. Yeah. And they, it's continued to pr- be consistent. So since two thousand one, running backs. If you look at running backs who have played at least four NFL seasons. Since 2000, mm-hmm. and it, it, this is back going back then, with a minimum of an average of 75 carries per season. So that's all you got to have. Overall, their careers peak at 27 years old. That's the peak, the average peak. Afterwards, their rushing totals drop by 15% um, in, when they're 28, 25% by the time they're 29, and it drops by almost 40%. By the time they get to their their thirties, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some exceptions to the rule, but that there's is, always exceptions. That is the that is the science the NFL has GMs have taken that this is what we believe, <laughs> and the running back position is not worth investing in in NFL where the average career is three years for everybody, three and a half mm-hmm. years for everybody, and that's you know, and even you go look at it for a running back position, they have the shortest lifespan in the NFL of any position in the NFL. Right. Also going to why they don't want to invest in it. It's, but it is, I, like, I don't agree with it. It's criminal. They got to figure out something. It is the most ridiculous <laughs> situation that I've seen in this sport in a very long time. And there's been a lot of ridiculousness. Oh yeah. I know that no, they're man. trying their best to save money mm-hmm. and try to, looking at the data that no, you man. have given, but you need a running back. You do, but you don't need a high price one. 
and that is well and the biggest story about it all is the teams that have been going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they exactly. Don't, you don't need a high price. It's like, yeah, you yeah. need one, but you don't need a high price. I don't need to. I don't need to invest draft capital in it at mm-hmm. a high high draft capital, high price draft capital, high value draft capital, yep. and I don't need to invest a lot of salary cap dollars in it. That's the that's right now the the model. So let me ask you this: and when you're, look, and I don't think I don't think they're not, they're they're not deviating. From no, they're it. definitely not going to deviate. This but, is, but this goes back to your conversation where Nick Saban had to go and talk to Trayvon Diggs and say, "Hey, man." I know you want to be on the wide receiver part, but you need to go play DB. Now kids are not going to want to play the running back position. They should. Because you will not you, – your your life expectancy as a running back has decreased, number mm-hmm. one. Your usage now is totally different because you're going to be by committee. So you need to either be a wide receiver, a quarterback, or a DB. Boom. Yeah. Or if you're bigger – yeah, pass rusher, pass rusher get outside on the edge, line back yeah, or, get on the edge. or a tackle where you yeah, are or protecting. Or an outside tackle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's with you. unbelievable. If I was my kid, if I, yeah. if I was having a son, he I wanted to be D, a running back. I'd be like, work on no, his back pedal. you're not going to be a running yeah. back. Not happening. Yeah. You play yeah. football, but no, you're I mean, playing it, running. And back. it's just the reality. <laughs> it's the reality of a marketplace that yeah. you know that all these teams are doing. It's like if you found a gas station that had one dollar gas, even though you knew the people inside that were running it screwed up and they're going to all lose their houses and mm-hmm. everything, you're going to go to that gas station until they change it. Yeah, because yep. you're like, no, it's one dollar, and I don't like. I I feel bad for them. But at the same point, I'm gonna get my one dollar gas until they realize their pro- their mistake, and I it feels know like. What I say. <laughs> but that's what I say. It's an essential <laughs> thing that you're like, I have to have this gas. I'm right. gonna use it until so until it, basically every running back holds out, and they go, cool. You don't have running backs anymore yep. in the NFL mm-hmm. until you have that, and there's zero running backs. Until you give us some a fair amount of money, yep. and, and just not even not even crazy money like it was before. But let's get away from hey, the best running back makes four million dollars. Yep, and the fifty seven. Best wide receiver makes ten. <laughs> yeah, right, I mean, right. Austin Eckler said the same thing. He's like, I, I, I'm tired of our third wide receiver making as much as me. Yeah. That is, like you said, that's the marketplace, and don't agree with it. It's almost like the the strikes going on Hollywood right now, yeah. and hell, there there's strikes going on all over this country. I believe there's a strike here in Austin with uh, Seton. Yeah, um, there are strikes going on with teachers uh, a couple of years ago, and yep. teacher teachers should be striking all the damn time. Right? I agree with you 100 <laughs> percent on that. Not fade enough. This um, summer's made me realize yeah, that even more. Ain't no question. I think we all <laughs> should be valuing our teachers. Shout out to the teachers out there. Um, and it's it's amazing. Like you're right, economically, just the way it works out. Sometimes they kind of end up there, even though they're essential. Yeah. In terms of the, the 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 pay scale, they end up being pushed down, mm-hmm. even though they're sitting. At, honestly, teachers that they're that they, you know what that might be the best comparison I could make to running backs. Mm-hmm. That is, <laughs> yeah. that I is. hate to do that to teachers. Yep. but that might be the best, right? Yeah, I hate this. It's a, right. Yep. They are essential to our life. They're essential yep. to our community. To yep. our economy. To everything. Like there's they, our society would come to a halt and it would. D- decay yeah. <laughs> and deteriorate without teachers and education, and yet they continue to be underpaid, criminally yeah. underpaid. Criminal. That might, yeah, there you go. We, fi- we figured it out. There you we go. got it. Yeah. Got it. And so here's well, the other part. We haven't figured out how to fix any of the problems. <laughs> We've just got a solid That's not analogy. our job, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Our job is to make a compelling <laughs> comparison to pop culture and make it relatable to the people, and mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, we did it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, I'm sitting here it's looking at it. Speaking sad, of trying to it. compare the two, it's like Josh Jacobs didn't reach a deal either. Yeah, so he yeah. out of there too. Well, no, he, he, said, no, he, he said, said he won't play. Yeah. yeah, he said he's probably going to hold out. Yeah. Oh, he said he won't play either. Yeah, yeah. he's saying he's going to hold out right now. Now okay. again, that all goes into pressures once you actually start doing that. But wow. if he's not going to hold out, Dalvin Cook said he's not signing anywhere yet. He's in no mm. rush to sign. Wow. Saquon Barkley's going to hold not out. Going they got to they gotta, they gotta do it. They got to do it for this. You got to do it for the overall good of the position at this point. Yeah. Dude. You mm-hmm. let this continue with, the with and you know it's not going to work. They're going to still they're going to get I mean, this is billionaires. They, yeah. Yeah. This is the weakest labor union in all of pro sports. Well, no, because you America. got Joe Mixon on the other side, basically yeah. going, I can play on a competitive team with good yeah. players that's trying to build and still make some money, or they can cut me and I can go get a million dollars somewhere to play on a bad team. Those are my two choices. Neither one is good, but I'll take the less bad one. Right. Mm, yeah. And I mean, Chicago has three really good running backs for no money, and it's I don't blame any one of them. I mean, two of them are on rookie contracts, and Deontay Foreman. I get you. And man, if that's what they're offering, you got to feed your family. 
and it's still millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But as, yeah, you can't get mad at the guys. You can't who are get mad at money. Like, dude, his career is probably not going to last five, six more years. He's already an older guy, like, and for a running back. Yeah. And so you go. He's probably got a few years left, and if he goes, I'll just sit out my two remaining productive years. Cool. You just yeah. miss out on three or four million more dollars that you could change the life of your family, which are a very short lifespan yeah. as, at that position. And and the NFL owners, the billionaires, and the, nobody plays class warfare better than the NFL owners. They divide the players. They divide the guys who are making the big money and the guys like Rod B, just the Jags. Yeah. Of the, which, are, by the way, that's most of the NFL. Right, right. Or just right. Jags and jabronis like There's Rod only B. A just getting, dude fitted, getting all that getting money. Big money yeah. And getting the, the second and the third contracts. Not a lot of guys are getting those. You just kind of get you kind of get put a cog in the wheel and you're trying to get your four or five years in, yep. all right, and get in where you fit in. So they understand that, oh, no, no, we. These the the big time running backs like Saquon Barkley yep. and Josh Jacobs uh, and you know Austin Eckler who are trying to get the big money, dude. You're in the the you are in the minority. Like you know I mean, yeah, things have small, changed quite a bit. Very yeah. very small minority. Most of these guys, yeah, they just trying to take the cash. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm Rob B is the take the cash guy. I mean, look at Derrick Henry where they <laughs> they tried to shop him and people weren't even not even like, oh, we'll give you a seventh for him for for maybe the best. Like every down back in the league, we'll give you like a seventh. <laughs> yeah. No, they weren't even like that. It's like we're not paying him. You want your mind? If no. you take the entire contract, we will give you a seventh round pick to take. Mm, mm, Got mm. this text from a friend of mine. Was like, who's a who's a teacher? Adjusted for inflation, teachers' average weekly pay has increased by only twenty nine dollars between nineteen ninety six and twenty twenty one. Twenty nine dollars. <laughs> Yikes! There yeah. you go. Yeah, teachers, that tells run, you everything. Running backs of the NFL are yeah. just teachers. Yeah. you know what I mean. Boom! There you go. Yeah. Think about that. That's how you go. That's a, uh, a vital and a, just a necessity to our way of life, and yet criminally underpaid, and will continue to be. Yeah. Because um, nobody sees a way out of it. Yeah. It's going to continue to get pushed down on the wage scale. It's the way it goes. And I, they're the me, most. They're the most vital part to I'm, the success. I'm an education of our ma- kids. I'm an education major. Right. And I used to do TA stuff and thought about getting into it and decided no, I, I should pivot. They were. Closing schools and building football stadiums. Mm-hmm. Well, we ain't got nothing obvious. for you, man. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got nothing for you. Tip it to the sports world. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can help the kids that way. You know what? You know what actually needs to happen. Some yeah. team with like a really star running back needs to win the Super Bowl. Like you need star running backs to win the Super Bowl like three years in a row. And then they'll, they'll be like, "Well, we ever you got to have a star running back to win." Shano's got to do it. Shano is the key. He's a yeah. Shad, my boy Shadow is the key to breaking up this kind of I don't know what what you call this cabal, this cabal against I, running backs. I don't see right the now. Titans doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be Shadow who's got the who's got a high price running back who values running back position who wants to win with a running oriented offense and not a quarterback first offense. The quarterback in Shano's oh. offense is kind of, hey man. You know, you're secondary here. It's the Shanahan run game that is the identity of that offense. With with and that's why he went all in on getting Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. But so my question is for running, that the whole you, running back society should be rooting for that to experiment to work. But does part of that pay scale is um Carolina paying part of that tab though? That's the question. Because you know a they lot of times when you, a little bit. Yeah. That's so, a smart Front office, right? You know. That's what I'm saying. So they're <laughs> they're not necessarily. I don't know. I got to look at the numbers, but they may not necessarily be that team to break it on there because like, they're know. getting help. They're the only hope. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're getting because the Giants ain't gonna win, right? No. And like I'm just trying to think of teams that may have a shot, but most of those that have the good running backs, they kind of whittle up. They just they're like that's all. We just that's all we could scout with this guy. <laughs> I yeah, it's it is. It's quite the conundrum. Uh, all right, I want to get into some Texas football discussion, but we pivoted. I, we had our NFL talk there. No, but, <laughs> but hey, it was important it was, because it of the contract. I agree, it's important because you you sit and you look, and I'm I'm definitely going to look to see no, where I'm, Christian McCaffrey and who's on the hook for that contract. Because to your point, that may that might be the key. You might have to get your money by getting it by two teams. Mm-hmm. For you to get that balance out, you know, you want to put the franchise tag on me, but I want to get some more money. The so f- they say, "Hey, honestly, the the 
Raiders are going to end up paying part of this salary, and then we'll give you X amount of salary if you get traded somewhere. If, if honestly, the best thing for, and I know Saquon doesn't want it, is to franchise tag him twice. If you're a team you really like a running back, you don't want to overly invest in it for long term. Yeah. But you know, you're like, hey man, we need him right now. We can make a Super Bowl run. He's that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Then just give him the franchise tag again. I mean, you can give it to a player, I believe. Two times, three times. You can do it, but it, it, it gets well, that's what Kirk Cousins was yeah. doing. That's yeah. what Kirk Cousins was doing. It gets more expensive for the more you do it, but yeah. I mean, renting something is more expensive. Don't they raise your now, damn wait, rent in Austin? Wait, can we every say every damn other year? Oh, my goodness. Wait, exactly. Wait, and you're a loyal customer. They raise, oh, yeah. You you're like, I've never laid on my payments. I've been here for eight years. We raise your rent again. You're like, damn. Exactly. This is the reality. I think we have another one. If Dallas wins a Super Bowl, and it's a big if. Oh, my gosh. But if they did, they got a. Why are you doing this to me, Patrick? $18 million. Running, running back, back room? room, pretty much. They're paying a running back $10 million. Zeke still. Mike McCarthy says he's going to do it, and we know damn well no one's going to give Dak credit. Hey, Texas Coast <laughs> office. Say, the Texas, Texas Coast. Texas Coast. But, but I, I think we can all agree there's not one person who's going to be like, man, Dak won that Super Bowl. They'll be like, I guess it was Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're right. If Cowboys, if Cowboys win the Super Bowl, they're not going to give McCarthy credit. No. They're not going to want to give it to Jerry Jones. They're not going to want to give it to Dak. Oh, man, who are they going to give it to? They didn't want to give it to Kellen Moore when he was there. No, he's not. Top five offense I'm year after him. year. Who are you gonna, who you gonna, who you going to give credit to, Cowboys fans? I don't know. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> See, like, I mean, we know, we know it's Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn won that Super Bowl. We all know that. That was right. You're right. They're going to give it to Dan Quinn. Cowboys, okay. When Cowboys fans decide they hate somebody, they hate that person, and they will never give him credit. I'm not going to just hate him, hate him. I'm you would never give Kelly Moore credit? Never. 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 <laughs> never. Hey, I hope he does well in, in uh, Los Angeles Yeah, I with Justin right. Herbert. Because he's got, hey, he's got a running back in Austin Eckler that he can use. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Another undervalued yes, running back. Yes. Yeah. Another oh, restructured. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and Dalvin Cook's still waiting on a deal. Texas says, yeah. Yeah, I, he's not you know, getting one. Apparently he was offered a deal, but he didn't like it. So running backs right now, they're the physician that you know seems like they're you now. I wonder if they're texting with each other. That'd be great. They got to. Be like, hey, bro. They need stay to. Stay strong. Stay at home. Yeah. yeah, and then Joe Mixon just goes on red for like a week, and then they <laughs> see him getting a pay cut, and like, bro, what the what you doing that for? He's like, hey, those, hey, those talk, they was gonna cut me, man. They was talking to go cut me. We're in training camp. They were training camp. I, oh. I already knew. Dude, I was told. gonna have to go to Dallas, man. I was gonna <laughs> stay in Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point because he knew. Joe Mixon knew. He's like, oh man, they gonna cut me. Hey, cut me. I'm gonna end up somewhere where yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah, with making less money. Let me just take yeah. the less money now. At least I'm on a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I can hey. make I can make four million dollars or two million dollars. Hey, All right, so here it is. His it transactions everywhere. So when he got traded to the Carolina Panthers, and we're talking about Christian McCaffrey, when he got traded from the Carolina Panthers. For a fifth round supplemental, thir- all that stuff kind of happened, but they said they converted ten point seven two million dollars of twenty twenty three salary into a signing bonus, uh, yeah. and adding two voided years, mm. clearing eight point five seven six of the cap for San Fran. Dang. So San Fran did it the right way. They came in, and they were like, "All right, if we're gonna pay him, we're gonna convert this to a signing bonus yeah. to clear that space, so we can make it look a little bit different on our books, What's so that? we can yeah. move some money around." It's a cash of a captain that yeah. Patrick's always talking about. If yep. you got the liquid to do it, yep. Go ahead just and pay do him. It. Just pay yep. him whatever the majority of the contract for that moment. Yeah, and yep. then on your books, yep, it'll look a lot better. Yep. Yeah, because you did, but you pay. You still got to pay yeah. out of pocket. You got to pay that much. salary of twelve but, million dollars. Yeah, you giving him any running back will take that. Right now, if you're like, yeah, you want to write right. me a check? That's basically upfront money? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take, take upfront money. Because <laughs> I was coming in with no upfront money. <laughs> what? As a running back, you get upfront money? Oh, yeah. that's a dream. You that's, need that. That's Bijan. Because he got his automatically guaranteed. His, yeah. his money was guaranteed. Man, running back life is hard. It is hard out here for a running back. Yeah, it is. Let's make a song about Damn it. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure my running man. Back, running backs and the teachers. From Hustle and Flow will make one oh, for man. The teachers of the world and the running backs of the world. Man, this yeah. is ridiculous. I know some of y'all out there felt that discussion, too. You're like, hey, I'm essential and I'm devalued. We feel you. That's yeah, a lot happening. We know. Uh, tr- hey, we it, 
Don't get us started. I was going to say. <laughs> I was just about to say. Don't get us started. Let's not talk about devalued. Let's not talk about devalued around these trucks. Exactly. All right. Oh, no. I feel these running backs. And finally, what is. I feel like a running back right now. <laughs> this was probably a Freudian discussion that oh. all of us wanted to get off our chest. And we're not talking about running backs. Oh, we're actually talking remember, about something Remember when else. running backs were cool in the 90s? <laughs> Up front, money. Yeah. Oh, man. That you go. Oh, that was my great, goodness. gentlemen. All right. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. That was actually freestyle. We were supposed to talk about Texas football there. And anyway, so they still there. We'll, Texas football still there. We'll get we'll get to Texas football. We can preempt it. Oh man. I heard yeah. I heard Buck and Buck was amazing. <laughs> dropping those little hints and clues out there for you. Oh man. Oh, I love it. Hey, it happens to everybody, man. You it, get dropped down on the wage scale. Hey. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean you ain't good at what you do. Exactly. Doesn't mean that, you know what I mean, you aren't necessarily like we said with teachers, doesn't mean you're not essential. Hey. But for some reason on the wage scale, <laughs> you just keep dropping down. They just keep dropping you down. Sometimes and, they change it on you. Oh man, you they know? do. And sometimes, yeah, so drop down so far, Ex- you don't even matter. <laughs> just cut your from the damn wage scale. You go. Cut. They so, cut your wage scale cut, and your wage. Cut it off. Just cut every damn thing. We just going to play Cordell Patterson back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, That's enough fun. Uh, we got to no. get to some no. actual sports. It's just back starting. There. Oh, I know. We can't go on a whole show like that. You know, I like to organize stuff. That was a straight-up freestyle segment for 30 minutes. It just, that just yeah. goes to show some people are talented when they're freestyling. Uh, that is true. <laughs> freestyle kings around here, man. That's right. All right, we will. Lil Wayne. The, the discussion we intended to get to with Sark, and shout-out yeah, to I Jeff Howe with the audio and uh, Cameron Parker for cutting up the audio and my man Craig away from Light the Tower as well. We'll get to that. We'll just table that for the 4 o'clock because that was kind of the 4 o'clock discussion. Even though we didn't get into DeAndre Hopkins either. Yep. Got a lot of NFL stuff to get into. So we'll get into that. Let's talk some baseball when we come back. Uh, we'll get into the – there's some updates on the show hate trade. Uh, Rangers and Astros. Pot- potential. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Potential. Because yeah. they'd be like, trade. what? He got traded? You're right. <laughs> nah, I apologize. This right. Potential trade. Potential. We'll get into that. And then we'll talk some Rangers and some Astros. All that and more right here when we come back right here on Ball Don't Lie on Horn. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Here on 1049, the horn, smooth soul Monday. That's when Patrick, the idillionaire, he plays jams intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who might have had a tough weekend. And uh, it wasn't a tough weekend for uh, Astros fans. A little bit of a mixed bag, uh, a little up and down, some, th- some, um, I would say some drama. Uh, on both, like actually, with the win and the loss on both sides, bad drama and good drama for the Astros. Um, but the Rangers, with the sweep, broke out the brooms on the Guardians. Big and I believe time. now they have a three-game lead on the Astros. Three-game lead. So mm. that you know what? That's uh, really yeah. Right now for the uh, the Astros, uh, it, yeah, it, it was strange the way the weekend went down for them uh, against the uh, the Angels, but. The Astros now, I think their big issue is now being three games back. Um, man, they just got to make sure they kind of pull it together because I believe they're still dealing with the injuries. Is Altuve back? Altuve is not, not back, back, but he yeah. was working out. Michael yeah. Brantley was working out as well. 
Uh, they saw him. He was at the field running around doing some things, trying to see where he can at, where he is at physically. They had Altuve taking ground balls and and throwing it across the field. He had that Altuve smile. Altuve. So that makes you think that he is getting closer and closer. Remember, Jordan Alvarez was supposed to have his uh, rehab start in, in the Space Cowboys down there in Sugarland. But uh, he was dealing with an illness, so he didn't get a chance to start that. Mm. So they're trying to get some guys they get, back. They get here. healthy. Yeah. yeah, that's what they need. But to, to, to your point, though, you start looking at what the Texas Rangers were able hey. to do. Three-game win streak. They're 5-5, five and five, though, in their last 10. So that's the other part. And they have a big series, I believe, that's starting tonight with the um, – Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, yeah, you're right. This you is a huge up. series yeah. that starts tonight. Uh, Shane McClanahan, who is one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, going against Dane Dunning tonight at 7.05. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no, I, except the Rangers right now, if they can just play honestly as well or just close to the level they played the first half of the season, yep, they're going to win this division, in my opinion. Yeah. Tampa Bay's got 60 wins already, and the Atlanta Braves have 61, by the way. Yeah. But the Texas Rangers, to your point, if they can if they can hold that line. If they can just stay. Yeah. yeah they, if they don't have a collapse, and I don't see a collapse. And if they, if they can stay healthy, that's the other part of it. If some of their main cogs in their lineup can stay healthy, they're going to score runs. They're plus, uh, excuse me, they're a plus 159. No, nah, man. They, Still, yeah. they're scoring runs. No, they're the real deal. But. They have to make sure that their pitching staff stays intact and, most importantly, their position players stay healthy. How about this little stat? I love this. Uh, shout out to um, – where did I get this from? Oh, uh, at Lone Star Ball. So I'll give him mm-hmm. credit because it's a good stat. If he talked about number of teams – number of games, excuse me, this season in which a team was ahead after seven innings. Rangers with the most games this season in which they were ahead after seven innings. 58. Yeah. That's huge. Getting to you talking about the offense, mm-hmm. they can get ahead. I mean, fifty-eight. That's crazy. Houston is at forty-seven. Yeah, they're, not, uh, they're still in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll say the next week and a half for the Rangers is going to be big. This is a huge because, challenge. Well, because the Astros are playing the Rockies and the A's before they meet up with the Rangers in a week, and the Rangers are playing uh, the Rays and then the Dodgers. So they are playing some really good teams. Astros playing some not so great teams. Yep. And then they meet up yep. together. So it's a point where if the Rangers come through all of that in a week and a half, they're still leading the division, then they're they're really on a strong path to, to win the division. But if they come out and they're a couple games down, then it becomes much more of a dogfight with the Astros starting to get healthy. So it, it's just going to be an interesting – we'll be able to say next week, we'll be in a week from today, uh, the Rangers-Astros series, the next series will start up on Monday. Yep. So it'll be – that we'll have a better idea of where they're both sitting at right there. But – it, they have two tough series, and the Astros have two pretty easy ones coming up. So it'll be a lot more shaken out when they get to that series. It could be pretty tight, and that series could dictate a lot. Well, the good thing about the mm-hmm. Texas Rangers is they are 30-18 and 18 at home, and Tampa Bay is 25-21 and 21 mm-hmm. on the road. That's good. So that's, a, that's a, going to be the biggest challenge right there. I'm excited to see what this series is because these are two of the best teams in baseball and they're going at each other this yeah. week. So it's going to have a big-time feel for it. And like somebody just texted us, Araldis Chapman has come in and solidified that bullpen closing out games. Ooh. He threw 102 yesterday. But also he and Will Smith <laughs> – are, are alternating <laughs> alternating chances to close it out. You know what I'm saying? He and Will Smith are having their opportunities to to close out games. So. Uh, I got a little stat about that um, that Araldis Chapman 102 and I think it's a 102.5, right? Mile yeah. power pitch. Yeah. Um, to finish it, apparently per baseball savant, it was the fastest pitch ever thrown by a Ranger in the Statcast era since 2015. Yeah. Surpassing the previous high of one hundred one point eight by Emmanuel Clace, I believe it is. I don't know. Um, in twenty nineteen, uh, the guy just got some heat. Like yeah, you said, yeah. everybody got heat. These everybody days. got you heat. You got throwing heat like that. You're like, man, you remember yeah. a guy like that? Like, nope. You like everybody like, throwing, everybody everybody throwing hard. Everybody <laughs> like is throwing everybody hard. Throwing some That's heat right. these days. Uh, so there you go. Rangers in a great position, man. Rangers are the real deal. Rangers fans should be excited. 
uh, throughout the first half of the season. Yep. It was still still waiting to see, man, if they would have a collapse or maybe uh, this was you know something that wasn't stable right. or sustainable. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it is, man. Rangers are the real. That's why they had. They have, was it six? Yeah. How many all stars they end up having? They had six. Five. Six yeah, total. Six. Five starters. Five starters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six. Yeah. That which is. And at one point they on, had man. all six of the players yeah. on the field at yeah. at the same time. It's time to start drinking the Kool Aid, yeah. Rangers fans. There you go. Um, you man, that's dangerous. that's well, dangerous. That's hey, dangerous. I know, but it's like uh, that's what I said. Te- like Texas football, I-, I wait a little while before I right, start right, just right, totally right. drinking the Kool Aid. I'm gonna wait to let me get through the non-con. Right there, you go. Let me See how non-con. impressive they look yeah, in the non-con. Get to the I got first you. First half, then I'll, I'll start drinking the Kool Aid with y'all. Okay. Right now, I'm just sipping. Yeah, I'm I got sipping you. The Kool Aid. I got you. Um, okay, so uh, okay, how about this though? Since we're talking a little baseball here, uh, I got this Shohei update and. I thought it was interesting because it, and I don't know exactly what it means because it could mean nothing at all. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Bob Nightingale is the one who put it out there. Ed B. Nightingale. He said, "L.A. Angels owner Art Moreno, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's already Moreno." Um, he says, "It has, is already. Is it already okay? Yeah. He's already Moreno." He says, "Has repeatedly said he is not. He put not in all caps trading Shohei Otani if they are in the playoff hunt." If the Angels hold on to their 7-3 lead, and this was actually a, so I don't know if they won. This was from yesterday. He said they would be just four games out of the wild card spot. So I don't know where they are now right. in terms of the wild card spot. Right. Basically, he's saying if they're anywhere close, if they, they have an outside a shot, chance at it, yeah, he's gone. He's not trading them. I think that's uh, ill-advised. That's unwise. I mean, you got to try to get value because he's leaving anyway. Yeah, and you're not. If Mike Trout's not healthy. I mean, we don't know his timeline, health wise. If Mike Trout's not, you got no shot. Yeah, you're not. You're not to in make that a World Series run. And, if yeah. you're not, and we're not talking about just getting to the playoffs. You're talking about making a World Series run because you got yeah. the two best players in baseball, and Shohei is playing at historically great, all time great levels. And if you could have him and Mike Trout, and you're in the you're in the, you're in the, play, in the postseason, you got a shot. You anything could happen at that point. Yeah, yeah. very but true. Is Mike Trout going to be healthy for that? No, he's coming back in eight weeks. Remember. He yeah, had the hook of the hammock. So you've already yeah. moved. You, it depends on how well you play during this stretch. But you also got to remember, Shohei gave up a bunch of runs the other day, and he was still dealing with the blister. Yeah. So you're not using him either. Yeah. To yeah, his to his full strength. Yeah, yeah. I think they're have to give him off pitching for a little bit yes. to get his finger right. And if you do that, what you got? And, and I mean, he's him. still hitting. I mean, he's still oh, hitting he's two more runs in that hit. series. Yeah. So he's definitely gonna hit. And maybe and by then maybe they'll fall out of that wild card spot and then the yeah. Shohei Otani trade rumors or reports will heat up again. There is a report though that the um and this comes from John Morosi of MLB Network, who at the club has not eliminated the possibility of a deal prior to August first, potentially. Right. Um There's and, still some Yeah. So there are yeah. reports that they are actually behind the scenes listening to trade they have to be listening to yeah. trade offers. Yeah. Um just you Still. have to. Why wouldn't you entertain it? Well, you have I to. think every you would be crazy for because what do we hear every day? Everybody's got a price. Everything has got a price. So now you have to start looking at it and saying, I understand what the gates look like. I understand that, but your gates stop at the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. You need to start building to where. The Angels used to be where they were in the playoffs all the time. They were part of the discussion every single week, I mean every single season, about can they get there? Can they get there? It's been a while since they got there. Well, They're like the they, Dallas Cowboys. They have a <laughs> massive con- contract out to Rendon. They have a massive contract yes. with Mike Trout. They have a lot of massive contracts. So you're like, are you really just going to squander in the middle with these massive contracts? Or do you want to get a bunch of pieces and a try ton. and build around your other guys Instead of placing it all on the fact that Shohei Otani is basically has to drag you kicking and screaming into the playoffs, yeah. and then you hope everybody's healthy and go play, it's like go get some other get some young guys, and then once again you can take some of that money and go spend it. Yeah, I get, I get the theory of you don't want to trade away the best player in baseball. It hurts. I get at the it, same it it point. If you said, "Oh, <laughs> we can win a World Series in the next five seasons because we trade away the best player in baseball," then yeah. Yep. Because if the best player in baseball and I'm not winning World Series, who cares? I'm and you're on the West Coast. Yeah. People already aren't seeing you. They're yeah. not seeing them. They're waiting for Sports Center to watch Shohei. Yeah. No, I understand why the Angels, there, there may be some within the organization that are like, no, man, they're going to do this reluctantly. Yeah. 
But the truth is, you got no choice. You you had him for him and Mike Trout. Yes, for a number of years, and you couldn't even make it to the postseason. And, and, and you couldn't it, close the deal. And, in all reality, too, I'd want to trade them anywhere but the Dodgers. And I know the Dodgers could offer probably a really good package. But if I could send him anywhere and hope that he stays there and doesn't play in the same city as us, right. beating us and drawing away the same fans that we used to be our fans that are going to go be Dodgers fans, and that like I'd go send him to San Francisco or send him to New York or send him somewhere else where maybe he'll stay there and we don't necessarily have to compete with him directly in our same city. And he's mm. going to be a free agent at the end of the yeah. season. So you may get nothing. Oh, you're getting nothing if you keep him. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You got like a move. You get August a compensatory the, pick that's August first that is the day, guys. Yeah. yeah. August first. They they got they gotta make a move. I just yeah. like I said we we know teams are gonna be interested. I just wonder what the package is gonna be. What are they willing to entertain and I for got, the best player on the planet? And I I agree with what Patrick was saying. It has to be a team that is going to be in the midst. If you're going to give up prospects, you have to be a team that you think can sign him. And because you don't want to give up prospects and then not get him, so you want you got to be both. You're saying you got to be both. You I would be look a World at both Series of, contender, yes, and if I'm going to put you over the top and have the ability to sign him to a long term exactly. with the richest contract in the history of baseball. Yeah, yeah. And they said the number right now the is looking contract, like six hundred million. Yeah, it's going to be the richest contract yeah. in the history of yeah. baseball. Can you do that? And and not to mention with the injury to the finger that's kind of lingered for a little bit. There is a little bit of worry if you trade for him as a rental, and then you're like, oh, yeah, but he's only going to be able to pitch like two more games for you. Yeah. And hopefully he'll be healthy in the playoffs and he can do it. But it's like, hey, you're going to have to sit him out some, and hey, you know, this, the rental you're getting is kind of banged up. But that bat is powerful. Ooh. And it is. So and even as a hitter, he's still worth trading for. Yeah, exactly. If to put you over the top. Yeah. That's the, the beauty of a show. Like, you're right. He may not be able to give you as much, you know, productivity as a pitcher. But even as a hitter, he's still worth making that trade if you are a World Series contender. And if you're looking at some World Series contenders, as it may be right now, if he stays in the American League, you look at Tampa, he would be a great addition to what Tampa's doing. Are they pretty frugal, though? Well, they would change the way they look because Mm -hmm. rumor has it they may be getting a stadium built or something like that. That matters. So you're getting a guy like that. Then you look at what – um, Texas. We talked about Texas. Yeah, we talked sexy. about that. It, it, That'd be it, nice. it, but the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta, yeah. put them in that Braves that's lineup. That's your favorite. That's put them in favorite. that Braves lineup, man. Woo! That'll be a problem <laughs> out there. That'll be a problem. Chipper going to be, Chipper gonna be oh. off the chain. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, but that Braves one is solely if there's the bidding is like not that high. Right. Because he is 100% a rental in Atlanta. Like well, they are not re-signing him. Man, they would be because Atlanta yeah. don't play free agency. They don't. They don't. Well, they 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 don't like to. But this is again every is. everything is unique to itself because of how talented he is. He unique. Is. Yeah, yeah. You can break the rules. I, I, yeah, I I agree. They they could break it. I just that does that seems extremely out of line for what Atlanta has done for twenty Decades, years, thirty yeah. years. Yeah, but and, you heard Chipper say it himself. He was like, "Look, there's a few people." That you can really go out there. Yeah. What they've done well is wrapped up their younger players they, early. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of talent. That's, that's they, got it, they did it early. Yeah, that's that's right. what I think the deal is, though. Right. They're like, look, we're winning. We're doing all this. <laughs> the best Without, record in baseball we're, right we're now. We're the best record. We're the best team in baseball. <laughs> and leading in home runs, too. Right? Like, yeah. I get Shohei could put us over the top, but also it's $600 million to add a cherry to the top of this Sunday. The Sunday's already there, man. <laughs> I don't need the cherry. For $600 million? Some yeah. people, are, I'm okay some people with are really excited about cherries. Some people, yeah, they want that. I think it makes it. I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much they would give up just on their track record. And <laughs> like everybody breaks track records. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. But mm-hmm. I, I think that there's because I think in reality the Yankees will basically give up their entire franchise because they're not that well run. Yeah, and they will give up everything That's other fair. than Aaron Judge and some of their like a few guys. They would give up. They give up Garrett Cole for him probably. They give up whoever they could yeah. to go get him because they feel like market. they because they have to do something in that market. Yeah, and they're not winning right now. Like, so I, winning, I think yeah. I don't think you're able to compete with the offer that they are going to put on the table for paying him for trading for him. I think the Yankees are the front runner, and the only thing is if Otani's like I don't particularly want to go there, and I'm and he tells him ahead of time I'm probably not going to resign there. Then maybe that changes it. But I, I, that my team is that I think will throw everything at it because they're just that is the Yankees model. Go get the best player in the league and try and get him.
Yeah. Um, no, so I can't. I can't wait till the the bidding starts. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. All right. So we'll keep you abreast of any other details on the show. The potential and inevitable. Yep. Shohei Otani trade. All right. We come back. We got the flex on the other side, right here on Ball Don't Lie, one hundred four nine the Horn. obvious to you that at that time our love is through even though we love each other in a special way all right welcome back to ball don't lie right here on 1049 the horn it's got a little groove going a little vibe going on on a smooth soul monday intended to soothe the torture solo sports fans uh it's my man patrick who came up with all our musically themed days of the week uh that's his intention so we hope that the uh the music is uh putting you in a good mood on a monday uh we got the flex coming up flxatx.com flxatx on all your social media platforms go check it out for yourself uh speaking of uh the flex do want to remind folks uh and actually we're gonna have a special guest on to talk more about it so that's Right. Get too deep into it, uh, but I mean, um, we got a uh, there's a actually there's an update up there for you on the Flex website about uh, Anthony Williams' uh, camp. He's having a skill showcase camp uh, for linemen and skill positions only. It's going to have a showcase camp that's going to be coming up uh, on at, in Round Rock. It's going to be Thursday, July 20th. You can go find out more details at flx flxatx.com or you can just listen to Harsh Knock Life coming up. That's right, because Anthony yeah. Williams will be joining us at 4.30 to talk about his camp and some other things that are going on in the ATX, especially with uh, high school football. But transitioning to baseball, hey. someone who I've had the opportunity to go watch, pitch, um, known, seen this kid early in his career, but now he's got drafted in the third round. He was the 71st overall pick. He was a University of Texas sign E. Well, he will not be coming to the 40 Acres because my man got $2.6 million. Travis Sequoia, the pitcher for the Round Rock Dragons, he will now be pitching for the Washington Nationals. That's why it's been very interesting to me because when you get a chance to watch uh, this young man pitch, the development, everybody thought he was going to be a first-round pick. They thought he was going to go high in the draft. He ended up dropping to 71, but his slot value – for the pick that he was at number 71 was $1 million. Mm. But my man got 2.6. That's called yeah. negotiations. Damn right. That's called negotiations. Just so shout out to him. And matter of fact, they have three guys from Round Rock High School that are in the organization of the Washington Nationals. They have Mason Thompson and they have uh, Jared McKenzie, who played center field for Baylor. He is also in the Washington Nationals organization. So Round Rock High School, take a style. Take a stand, my people. Take mm. a stand. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so there you go, my man. All right, checking you up with some flex updates. Go to flxatx.com, flxatx, and all your social media platforms. Remember, also, you're going to have the uh, the all-flex watch list coming out a little bit later on this week. Oh, no, sorry, week after next. Right, right. It'll be coming out. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And also, there are previews, some district previews up at the website as well, so you can go check that out. We'll come back. We'll get into some Sark Audio, courtesy of my man Jeff Howard at Horns 24-7, uh, Craig Way of Light the Tower. Um, they were down at the Texas High School Football Coaches Convention, and they got some sound from Steve Sarkeesian. We'll play some of that audio. Uh, we'll dive into some Texas football discussion. Also, Greg Sankey, SEC Commissioner, start of uh, SEC Media Days today. So we'll discuss a little bit of that and also talk about him defending Oklahoma uh, from the comments of a Big 12 executive and also opposing Brett Yarmark on one of the things that he brought up uh, about a potential idea to uh, spread and proliferate the Big 12 brand. We'll get into that and more, all of that, coming up right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The Horn.